Hey, it's Abby, and thank you for listening to my first I'm a Need a Bigger Glass Real Talk with Abby podcast, where I have raw, authentic, and soul-feeding conversations with my besties over a cocktail, of course. On today's episode, I am talking with my hairdresser-turned-friend, Danielle, and we are talking about the idea of having multiple soulmates, intimacy in the form of vulnerability, and the beauty of finding contentment within yourself. She has a really interesting viewpoint on all these subjects, so I'm excited to dive deep into this conversation. I'm breaking our conversation into a two-part episode, so make sure to check out once the other episode is uploaded. All right. Well, cheers. Cheers. To the first episode. Like, this is exciting. Milestone. Yeah. Thank you for doing this with me. Of course. Um, So I want to talk about this idea of having multiple soulmates. So I... So I started this manifestation course. So this is these aren't my ideas. This is just what I've learned. Yeah. And it's like honestly has shocked me. Has like totally like just turned like my world upside down. Like what what I've learned. I'm taking this course because I'm trying to find my Habibi, the man Habibi, of my dreams. Baby. Yeah. <laughs> exactly. Um, and I'm taking this course that's called Unblocked Love. Like I'm learning this idea that you have multiple soulmates, which again, like I said, blew my mind because I always thought Oh, like when I when I meet the right one, I'll know. Like you'll you have that one person in your life, and I mean, then that's this, what we're told. That's, that's what we're you told know, growing up. Yeah, and this course is like, no, 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 honey. Like yeah. you can have multiple soulmates, and they don't have to be romantic partners, and they can be, you know, your sister, your your siblings, um, a best friend, even a dog. And I'm like, yeah, okay. So that means like I could have more than one romantic soulmate so like what if I'm with someone and I'm like okay we're hitting it off so great but then I'm like in five or ten years like we outgrow each other and like I meet a different soulmate so I'm like how many soulmates do I have and then I'm like okay then this whole idea of soulmates like is this even just so overrated you know what I mean yeah like what we have been told is completely not what reality is because you know me I don't date a lot of people because I'd rather just like when that right one, when I meet the right one, like that's who I want to spend my time with. Like I'm so yeah. busy doing stuff. Like I'm not going to make room for just someone who is average. Or so temporary. Exactly. I like yeah. I want the forever. So I was like, okay, like let me just meet my soulmate. But now she's like, no, you can have multiple soulmates. Mm-hmm. So that totally like rocked you. Rocked my boat. <laughs> yeah. I was like, Wow, so this idea of like when you meet the one you'll know is just a Disneyland fairy tale. Like she was basically saying like this idea that our past trauma from our childhood attracts other people's trauma. And that's what like that connection. She was like, when you've met someone for the first time and you go on that date and you're like, oh my God, I feel like I've known them forever. Like I feel like I've known them my whole life. And we had like a five hour conversation. Like it was amazing. Like the stuff that you're like, oh, when you know, you'll know. Like that's what you think you'll know. She's like, that's actually like not your soulmate. That's like someone's past trauma from their childhood, all their insecurities have matched with your insecurities and you your subconscious is bonding over that that's and i was like mind blown i firmly agree with that because i've definitely i've i've had that experience multiple multiple times yeah and i feel like what you're saying i've never heard before like the brokenness and the past trauma is what is like drawing you towards another person's brokenness yeah. and trauma. I I totally agree with that. It's that is yeah. my mind because I've never heard that. Yeah. And, and so it's like how do you decipher like, 
you know, you feel that connection with somebody. Exactly. And you want to explore that. Yeah. But then it's like, wait, we're just two broken people. (laughs) Exactly. Skirt. Like, (laughs) yeah. Let's pump the brakes, you know? No, totally. And it's like, so people even asked her, she was like, okay, or this, you know, the course, they're like, okay, well, then what do you do if this happens? Like, she's like, date other people. She's like, don't kick this person to the curb. Mm -hmm. Don't say, okay, like we're done because we hit it off so well. If you feel yourself falling, date other people. She's like, don't, and she's like, don't, like obviously if you don't feel a connection with someone, don't lead them on. But she's like, don't, you don't need to rush into relationships like like that. She's like, date other people, continue to like keep an open mind and Mm -hmm. like count the red flags if you see any red flags. But I mean, it makes sense because it's like whether it's like. It's a gamble. Yeah. And she's like, she says, you know, as a kid, right, whether it's you saw a relationship that was unhealthy or you you saw values that like didn't align with what you with what you want, which I think we all do. Like parents yeah. totally screw their kids up. Oh, for sure. So like you always see, you know, broken homes or just whether your caretaker wasn't good, like things or you have abandonment issues, like things like that, your subconscious like holds on to. Mm-hmm. And that's what it's like, okay, if someone else has those same issues, you guys are going to bond over that. Yeah. Um. So I just thought that was interesting. So I'm now I'm like, shoot, okay, so how am I supposed to find the soulmate? And then it like kind of leads into this idea of like, okay, well then what about marriage? Like right. if you don't always have a soulmate or you outgrow soulmates, then I'm like, well, then what's the point of even getting, of married? getting married? Right. You know? And I'm just like, so many marriages fail or I don't know like – barely anyone who's happy oh in their marriage even if they're together yeah even if they're like 70 like yeah and they're having an affair you know like just it just like they're too old to do the divorce thing so it's like whatever i just think that like no matter what age and no matter where you are in the world like you said you're constantly growing and evolving and changing like i am a completely different person than who i was in my early 20s yeah who i was in my teenage years, you know, like, so I just think that taking things slow and taking things not even day by day, but like moment by moment is so crucial in your life. Like you don't know how many days you have left here. Oh no. So you don't want to like cap yourself out. Yeah. And you don't want the other person to cap themselves out. But I just think that everyone is broken. Oh, period. 1, Everyone's been through trauma. We all have our insecurities. But like. I think that like when you go through trauma and you are broken, like a part of your soul is like carved out. Yeah. Like each time you're hurt. Yeah. But when you're being carved out, like you are allowing room for like goodness to yeah. like come in. I'm explaining this so no, much. But like I love it, it. Brokenness creates depth in my mind. Oh, absolutely. And I can't connect with someone who doesn't have depth. Yeah. Because I love same. going there. Oh, me too. Like, like going deep. Yeah. So like in this course, and again, I just want to reiterate that like th- these are not my ideas. This is like the course. This is just what I've learned from this manifestation course called To Be Magnetic. I highly recommend it. Mm-hmm. Um, But yeah, so like she – you know, this course had me lay out like your list of everything you want in yeah. a relationship, um, both like physical and then also like the emotional side. And like top of my list is having like deep conversations, yeah. like real, like authentic conversations and just like it's intimate. 
it's so intimate on a like a way different level than yeah. anything yeah. physical. Right. And it's like, wow, because this person's finally like opening up and being vulnerable and mm-hmm. trusting you with these ideas. And like for me, the biggest thing is like trust. Like I have major trust issues. So I'm like, unless you're like opening up and being vulnerable in front of me and I can see that or like do, going out of your way to do things like I'm not going to trust you and yeah, it's you like look shady or yeah you, look like you just your build walls are up and exactly what are you hiding? Like, exactly everyone's broken so exactly yeah and then I I get like I'm like well then are you not comfortable being in front of me talking in front of totally. me you know and then you take it personally yeah exactly like, the then you're mad at each other yeah. and you're like okay this sucks like, what are you hiding yeah. <laughs> yeah um and I like I know some people you know they have a hard time opening up but it's just like I need that like deep conversations right. to like, again, like you said, it's de- I hate surface level conversations and yeah. talk like they're yeah. fine, but it's like those aren't the things that you remember or like mm-hmm. build your relationship, make it stronger, you know? Totally. I totally agree. And, and it, it just, it brings it to another level when someone can feel like safe with you and um content with like their journey and yeah. to be able to share that with you is like I don't know it's it's a reward and it's a privilege yeah so totally it's important to like be mindful like who you're sharing your vulnerability yeah. with but I totally. feel like if you go into it without any expectations I think yeah. that's how you can protect yourself yeah you know, because totally. if you go into like a conversation with a guy or even just a friend and you're needing to like get deep and vulnerable and then they're just closed off or not ready or don't feel yeah. safe, it's almost like you feel like something's either wrong with you, yeah, which is not true. No. You know, so if you go into that experience or that conversation with no expectations, it's almost like you're protecting yourself. Yeah. Because you can't be disappointed. No, absolutely. You know? Yeah. And I think now, too, I totally changed my viewpoint. I'm like, life is a journey. You're going to have ups and downs. You're going to be through the ringer. But it's going to, like, make your story and make who you are such a better person. So obviously, no one wants to get divorced or experience heartbreak. But it's like, that's part of life. And it's like, Mm -hmm. for me, I'm not going to have this idea of like, okay, when I meet that one person, we're going to be together forever. Mm-hmm. Um, That's an expectation, you know? Yeah, it's an expectation that society has on us yeah. and with the whole marriage thing. And before it's interesting, like, I feel like the older I get, the less of an urge I have to like get married. Like, right, yeah. I always like want to get married and have that beautiful ceremony and everything yeah. in the dress just because I'm bougie and I want that. Yeah. Um, But also it's just like, you know, like, 10 years ago or like in high school I was like oh I'm gonna be married at like 25 kids mm-hmm. at 27 and now I'm like <laughs> wow You're like, wow nah. I'm like that I'm I'll be 25 in two years and there's no way in hell I'm getting married in two years <laughs> like you know and Girl, it's just I like feel you. Yeah. not because I don't want to but it's like I especially now with the pandemic like after this is over I want to go traveling I want to yeah. like hang out with my girlfriends and like go party and go do things mm-hmm. and just like experience life like yeah. I feel like like the pandemic has really changed my mindset and like just like going through the motions and now I'm like no like actually want to like experience have a purpose exactly Mm -hmm. and experience life I really think that this pandemic has it was a portal for every human and we either could grow and could reflect on our life and where we are and kind of move forward Mm -hmm. or we could take the alternate root and be like questioning everything be fearful of everything um 
just be uncertain or have anxiety about the future. And I feel like for people who took the first route, like, and just kind of use this time to reflect and get to know yourself, it's mm -hmm. so crucial because you come into this world alone and you're going to leave Le alone. Yeah. You know, so ain't that the truth? You have to know who you are. Yeah and want and desire someone else in your life, whether it be a soulmate or a friend, yeah. to know who they are, you know? Yeah. And you guys come together and just accept each other. Exactly. You know, and it's in, it's so important to have time for yourself and to just fill your cup up. Yeah. Because I've, I personally am always trying to fill other people's cups. Yeah. <laughs> And I'm exhausted. Yeah. <laughs> and then I have no more to For give myself. Yeah. yeah. So you have to kind of find that balance and set boundaries. So many people like spend their whole time like trying to be accepted by others. Mm -hmm. And because I, for them, it's easier than having to like face yourself and yeah. be alone and be like, like you said, like just the beauty of being content by yourself right. and like learning about yourself, like learning, I know it sounds corny, but like learning to date yourself, mm -hmm. like honestly, because I don't know whether, whether it's like the insecurities they have with people, they feel like they need to fit in, mm -hmm. but I'm just like, no, like it, life is so much better when you are your authentic self and mm -hmm. you're not scared to like show that yeah. you know i mean look at social media it's like we're constantly wanting to know what other people are doing oh yeah what they're wearing where they're going who they're dating who they're dating everything that's not normal no. like that's <laughs> i personally think that that's not normal we're not supposed to know what the hell everyone is doing yeah. at every moment of every day One thousand because you're comparing you know and then you're and you're doing it like your subconscious you're not even thinking exactly. about it but your body is like absorbing all that information yeah so it's like everyone wants everyone else to be vulnerable because yeah. they want to know if they're okay yeah because i guarantee you that once someone is vulnerable there are a hundred other people who can relate to you yeah. and so we we are missing out on connection yeah like actual connection totally and vulnerability like they want Everyone wants everyone else to be vulnerable, but when it comes to sharing your story and your scars, like it's so scary because yeah. everyone is just judging, you know, but yeah. if you could just ignore the hate or ignore the yeah. drama and just know that at least like if you're sharing your most intimate self with someone, which is like your experience and your yeah. journey, it is different than everyone else in just little ways, but so many people can like oh, totally. relate to you. Yeah. And when I, like, the whole social media thing, like, it took me so long to, like, realize, like, I always thought, like, like, my freshman year of high school or college, I was, like, in a really bad place. Like, I was far away. And I would go on social media and everyone was so happy. And I was like, oh, my God, like, I'm, like, the only one. And then I have to remember the Insta stories that are you were seeing, those are, like, 15-second, like, snippets of people's lives. Like, right. what are they doing for the other 23 hours mm -hmm. out of the day that they're not on Instagram. They could be at home, they could be lonely, or they could like, which is now what everyone does, is they take pictures and then they post them later. Like, mm -hmm. you know, so it took me a long time to be like, okay, like what I see on Instagram is actually not what is happening in real life. And even me, like I will, t I like I take 
do a bunch of content. And then some days I'll post like a really fire pic of me, but really it's from like two days ago and I'm just like at home with no makeup on in my sweatpants. And I just post that and everyone's like, oh my God, you're so gorgeous. I'm like, well, girl, you you should see me now. now. (laughs) Exactly. Exactly. I. It's like nothing is exactly what you you think it is, you know? Everyone wants to put their best forward, you know? And I'm okay. I'm okay because it's not their fault. It's not our fault that we do that. Yeah. It's the culture that we live in. Yeah. And media plays a huge role in that to influence us. And it's just like people on social media have definitely like raised that flag and have become voices for us and kind of been like, what you see on Instagram is not real life. Like the whole Instagram versus reality thing. Yeah. So that's been refreshing. Yeah. You know, but it's still hard yeah. to see all these people that you look up to, you know, and yeah. are inspiring to see them like living their best yeah. life. And you're kind of here like at rent's due yeah. <laughs> or like <laughs> no. I have no food in the fridge kind of yeah. thing, you know, but that's real life too. Exactly. And like you have to celebrate both and like, yeah, yeah, even just like going back to the whole like the soulmates and the trauma like it's made me think totally differently and it's like so liberating now mm-hmm. like it because it, I'm not like like it's crazy how we are our like own worst enemies like we like confine ourselves and we put so much pressure on ourselves. and I mean obviously yeah do I want to find my habibi of course yeah. and then do I want him to spoil me and take me traveling of course everyone wants that yeah everyone wants connection everyone wants companionship yeah you know? exactly but it's like now I'm not as like stressed or I don't feel like I have to have a deadline for when it's happening. And then another point that I want to mention about the, that I've learned from this manifestation course is this idea that the universe tests you and Mm. also this idea of called expander. So this is specifically like it can, the test can be for anything. So whether you want to manifest money, you want to manifest a new job or a new house or Mm -hmm. a partner, um, basically saying, okay, like if you really, like if I really want to find my Habibi, the universe is going to test me and bring in some other random guys that look great on the surface. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, oh, he, you know, he's exactly, you know, what I want, but he has one or two red flags. Yeah. Like, you know, and the universe is going to be like, okay, well, if you fall for that and you continue to date that, then we're going to know, me saying the universe, that you aren't ready for your, your Habibi, mm-hmm. the one that you actually are supposed to be with. And, it's just, it doesn't mean you won't get it. It just means you'll get there slowly. So that's been kind of interesting too to like, for me to look, cause I totally believe like people enter and leave your life for a reason. Totally. Like yeah, me too. before I would be so like s- just sad if like, whether it was a friendship that ended or like just lost contact with someone, I'd be like, that's, you know, such a bummer and so sad. But now I'm like, maybe they just had a specific purpose in my life or maybe I had a specific purpose in their life. Mm-hmm. And then- once that is over, it's like, okay, you just, you both move on to, because you're on a journey and that's, yeah. you know. I've really started to look at life as like a book. Yeah. <laughs> it sounds so cheesy. No. But it's so true. And a book has a title and it's your name. Like it's your book. And I feel like everyone has different chapters, different lengths of chapters and those different characters in each chapter, you know? So it's like, I used to sit and like, just dwell on like me losing a friendship or me ending a relationship. And it was the end of the world, you know, and life is over. I was so dramatic. And now it's just like, you know, I think about what's best for me 
And I think about what's also best for the other person too. Huh. And if I am seeing something that's just not going to work out or we're on two different pages, but I want to remain friends or, yeah. you know, it's just like communication is so crucial yeah. and key everything. in any really in yeah. everything you know yeah and I have zero problem like I like telling like my man and buy me some flowers like buy yeah. me some fucking flowers this is like, what I need like this is what I need. no this out. is I already have it in my head like I ex- like this is on my list like I expect my man to buy me gifts because that's my love language like I give yeah. gifts an act of service and I need the same in return mm-hmm. but like if there's been a couple weeks and he hasn't bought me flowers I'm about to buy the biggest bouquet out there and I'll be like <laughs> since you didn't buy me any flowers I bought myself flowers and I'd be like, don't get comfortable because I don't see any ring on this finger so I can leave any second. You're replaceable. You're replaceable, <laughs> honey. Like everyone is. Yeah. I mean, even us. Yeah, so exactly. if we're not meeting his needs or whatever, like he can start talking to some girl on the side yeah. or like cheating. Like yeah. I just don't understand the whole cheating thing either. It's Me neither. just like – I don't – I'm like if you want to sleep with someone or date other people – just let me know and let's cut let the cord. Sis, no. Yeah. Like I would rather like be hurt for a second with your honesty. Yeah. And I would have more respect for you than for you to go behind my back like a coward. You yeah. Know? But yeah, I just think the whole love language thing too you, is a part of knowing yourself. Exactly. And then also knowing what your partner wants. Yeah. And yeah. You, you need to communicate that. Like yeah. you can't just guess it. Like that's – and that's what I also – it's like – it's not the romantic or the pretty side of a relationship. Like you, what we've seen is just you're just supposed to fall in love and know each other. And it's going to be perfect. And it's going to be perfect. And he's going to kill the dragon. For exactly. You. Like, it's yeah. like, no, no, no. Like no. I, like you need to tell the other person, I need you to do this for me. This is what I want, yeah. you know? Yeah. It's like. And sometimes they can't do it and that's yeah. okay. Yeah. You know, in my last relationship, that's what it was. Like yeah. I listed it out. <laughs> I, I kind of was like playing it by like, oh, he can read my mind for right. sure. Yeah. Like he knows that I need this and that. Yeah. And then that wasn't working, obviously. Yeah. And then I finally sat him down and I was like, this is what I need from you. You know, my cup is empty and I yeah. feel like it is a one-sided thing. So even when I listed it out, it still wasn't enough. You know, yeah. it still wasn't working. And he said, you know, I am doing my best. And then I started to believe him. I was like, okay, well, you know what? Maybe you are doing your best, but your best is just not enough for me. And that's okay. Totally okay. Because maybe I'm asking too much for you. So yeah, that ended obviously, you know, but it was on a good note because we just knew we were not on the same page. Exactly. And that's just... That's yeah. okay. And yeah, and you ended New it. New chapter. Exactly. And yeah. you ended it both as adults saying, because you knew yourself and you're like, honestly, like instead of just trying to make it work just because you're already in this relationship, it's like really sit down with yourself. Mm-hmm. And like, I cannot stress enough, like literally like be alone, like yeah. sit in your apartment or your house, whatever, alone mm-hmm. for as long as you need and just like, just like take it in. Like, what do you like? What do you like to do? What are you feeling right mm-hmm. now? Like, why are you anxious right now? Like, really, like, ask yourself these questions as if you're like in a therapy session, but just like mm-hmm. be alone. And like, I guess like for me, it was a lot easier just because I'm an only child. So like, oh, I yeah, that's right. So like for me, being I had to like learn how to occupy myself and be okay alone. Like real quick you know because like yeah. both my parents that were at work and then like obviously I had a babysitter but it, or then or I'd be in school but like 
a lot of the time it was just me or just me and my parents, you know. So Mm -hmm. I've always like been that super independent, like totally like I honestly rather be by myself. That romantic relationship isn't going to give me what I need because I can Mm -hmm. give myself what I need. Like I've like sat down and have, you know, I mean, I've been to therapy before. I've been to all this and just like really try to be comfortable with myself and be alone. And I've gotten to that point where it's like, I, I am like, I don't want to be alone forever, but like, I'm like, if I had to be like, I would be okay. Yeah. You know? Yeah. And that's so important to realize like you are content with yourself and, you know, use that time when you are alone to grow and reflect and to, I mean, I have done like dream boards and I've journaled or yeah. I've meditated or just like sat there and just breathed. Like, yeah, just to like, or I I'm so your gifts and acts of service. Yeah. I'm like physical touch quality time. Yeah. And I never was like giving myself that and I started to like over the yeah. pandemic because I'm alone, you know? Yeah. And it was so nice even just like holding my own hand. Yeah. You know, or like cuddling myself on the yeah. couch, you know, and we don't have to get intimate here. Yeah. But like <laughs> yeah, just let it like being with myself and having that quality time has been so life-changing for me Yeah, because I take time and I go on my roof and I read my book or I'll just go look at the, at the bridge, you yeah, know, and totally. see life outside of yeah. my little apartment, Yeah, you know, but it's just being alone has been such a reward. And I think people are afraid of it because we have a million people. They think other people, people are looking finger. at you and be like, why are you alone? Yeah. Like, and then it's just like our culture again is just like what's everybody else doing? Everybody yeah. else is doing something, so you need to be doing something. Yeah. And it's like no, you, yeah. Every now and then we need some R and R, totally self care. Yeah, <laughs> like, like I'm not one of those people who in a relationship like I'm gonna need to tell my man like I need alone time. So can you like mm-hmm. like leave or yeah. can, like I'm just gonna go for like a walk or like let's just take a day off. Yeah. Like I cannot be surrounded by someone twenty four seven. And like if they're just like suffocating me or like they're they have like an attachment style where they need to always be with someone it's not going to work and I think that's also important to know what your attachment style is Mm -hmm. you know but even like like my apartment like I'll go out and I'll go grab lunch or I'll go to the flower mart or I'll just walk around the shops like all the time by myself just so I can get out of my apartment and do something um and it's like I feel like people won't even do that because they're like so worried about what other people are going to think but then I also this also was just like life change for me it's like people are selfish so don't think they're always thinking about you yeah. you know it's like really like people are so much care so much more about themselves which is just human nature so if you're constantly thinking what are people going to think of me what are they going to do this I'm like honey no one really cares yeah no one like no one cares <laughs> that's the other thing about social media like yeah. i don't really care what everyone's doing yeah. but it's addicting yeah and i fell for it yeah like, <laughs> i cannot help myself but it's good to like be aware you know like yeah it's great to know what people are doing but i mean think about the olden days they didn't yeah. have a cell phone it was like in yeah. our lifetime that we got cell phones yeah you know so like our if you think about like our lifespan just right now mm-hmm. in our like 20 three 28 years of life there we were playing outside you know yeah in our childhood we didn't have like the phones and the ipad i remember dial-up internet 
Like, yes, my parents still have a <laughs> land phone. Like, yeah, who has a land phone? I know no one's cell phone numbers. Like, oh, me. No I just know my parents. That's yeah, it. exactly. Because it's just this little computer that we have is doing everything, yeah, everything for us. Which is so bad because it's like we're so dependent on yeah. it. Like, what if there's an emergency? Like, yeah, like, I legit thought about getting a house phone <laughs> and just using my well, cell phone. For it's work. actually good because my daddy said, like, if there's earthquakes, like the landline phone is the only thing that will actually like oh my work. gosh like See? our phone like even i remember once like i'm like okay let's turn my phone off just for a little bit mm-hmm. and then i was like what do i do yeah i was like this is so weird i feel like lost at that and i was like that like is your so brain bad is still going. yeah my brain is like but I, your body is i remember my phone was off and then i would like pick touch it up it? touch it and yeah. i was like abby you just turned it off i'm yeah. like like, like it's like yeah. literally like I addicting. Can't, addicting. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I just think that that I'm also sad. goes back to like relationships because even on the dating apps, you oh, have a my God, thousand I can't people stand those. Yeah. at your fingertips. And it there's like – You're always oh, like, what's next? Yeah, what's the best what's next, next thing? What, it, that is how we are trained, yeah. you know, in our culture. Like what is next? What's the next best thing? Mm-hmm. What's the next like coolest trend or biggest car or, yeah. you know, like anything – like what is coming next has to be better. That's like what we are being told. And it's not true. Like people don't really appreciate like what they have yeah. now, you know, because take a look at everyone has something better than you and everyone has something like worse than you, yeah. I guess. No, but, totally. Yeah. Just thinking about like life before technology, I think it's just kind of every like all my aunts and uncles and everyone that I know who is older than me, it's like, why aren't you married? Why aren't you yeah. dating someone? Why haven't you found someone? And I'm like, you don't get it. Yeah. Like they don't at all. You don't get it. And Even my parents, they don't get it. Yeah. yeah so it because they didn't have access to millions of people across the mm-hmm. world, you know? Yeah. And so, and they weren't told like, oh, just wait, the next best thing is coming, Yeah, you know? It's like, yeah, like I can be talking to this person, but then I'm still swiping and mm-hmm. I'm like, oh, this person's cuter, has a better job, so I'm just gonna yeah. ghost this other person. And it's like, you actually don't get any time to get to know this person at all. At all. And also too, it's like, to really know a person, you have to spend years with them, like to really know someone. Yeah. Like just like dating, like you're not going to really get to know someone until you spend so much time with them and you're always with them. I know because even like I always am like, God, like I don't have a boyfriend. I've been single for a while. Like mm-hmm. what's going on? But then I'm, my friend's like, oh, just get on dating apps. I'm like, I don't want to get on dating apps. Yeah. I'm on dating apps and I don't want to every single new relationship. It's like, oh, so what do you do? Where are you from? Like this and that. I'm just <laughs> yeah. like – Literally copy and paste the same replies. I think it's made people lazy. So lazy. It's made people lazy. Thank you. Yeah. Because I will go out and I'm like, oh my God, he's so cute. Mm -hmm. And he'll walk right past me and I can kind of tell like, oh, he's like into into me. There's a vibe. There's a vibe. Yeah. Walks right past me, won't say a thing. I'm like, dude. Yeah, people are- literally just say hi. That is an insecurity of being vulnerable. Yeah. To just wrap it back. Yeah. you know, I just was at a restaurant and got a bottle of wine yeah. to my table, you know, and I was just like, wow, hope is still a out lot. there, sis. <laughs> like, that's amazing. That's a move, you know, like, yeah. have some balls, like, be yes. brave, be yeah. confident in yourself. Even if, like, someone is taken or, you know, like, they're just, you think they're out of your league or whatever, it's like, 
just shoot your shot because yeah. you don't know like how yeah. much more time you have left yeah. and you don't know who the other person is. Yeah. And like, even if it, that's like you said, that person's taken out there, they give a weird response like, oh, um, no. Like, yeah. at least they're going to have respect for you. They're going to remember you that you did that. Mm-hmm. And then like guaranteed, like looking back, they'll be like, oh shit. Like, I think I, again, that's where you, if you're going to shoot your shot, have no expectations exactly. because then you can't yeah. get disappointed. Like, oh my God, that guy is so hot. Like I'm going to send over like a drink or whatever. Yeah. And then you do. And they just look at you weird. It's like, okay, that's your problem. Yeah. Like enjoy, enjoy your drink. drink. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. But then you move on. Yeah. But, you know, I just think what goes around comes around again. Totally. And just having no expectations for like anything in life, I think that you can only be surprised. Yeah. Um, and not disappointed. Yeah. So I think that's such a key point in dating. Yeah. No, and I totally agree. And I want to go back to the marriage thing. (laughs) My cousin just had a baby and like my, you know, my parents are older. They don't have grandkids, so they really want grandkids. And they're like, oh, Abby, that's going to be you in a few years. I'm like, a few years. (laughs) I'm not popping out babies in a few years. Okay. (laughs) Slow it down. Yeah. Like, let's calm down. I mean, generational differences. Yes, totally. And but it's funny because like when we like go back to what we originally talked about and the idea of like having multiple soulmates, then it's like, okay, well, like, what's the point of marriage like or people like you know in the beginning they're like so head over heels in love and that's like part of that like honeymoon phase Mm -hmm. but then that like gets old and then you're forced with the idea of like okay we have to communicate Mm -hmm. um and be vulnerable vulnerable and if you two aren't comfortable with yourselves like it's not gonna work out Mm -hmm. so i'm like okay well then what even is the point of marriage and like you said you know, obviously, if you're religious and come from a religious background, then mm-hmm. that, you know, makes sense. But for people who maybe aren't religious or spirit or who are spiritual, it's like, OK, well, just like the idea, like I'm like, I want to get married. So I'm not saying, oh, don't get married. I'm just like, like philosophically, I'm like, what is yeah. the point of marriage? I feel like even in history, it's just been like, you know, under God yeah. and ceremonial. Yeah. So I just think that I truly believe that it's a spiritual thing. I really do. Because even though like my parents did not work out in the long run, they still got married and they're still like connected spiritually. Like I'll be on the phone with one of them. The other one will call and one of them will say, oh my gosh, my back hurts. The other one will text me. Oh my gosh, my back is killing me today. Like it's very weird and very coincidental. And it's like, they're they're connected they're kindred spirits and i really believe it was marriage that did that yeah so that's why it's like i take marriage very seriously yeah and i don't care if i'm in my 40s 50s like yeah getting married for the first time like i'm not just gonna do that like yeah to like yeah why where was this thing who came up with the idea that you need to be married married at like by 30 (laughs) and have kids like yeah like (laughs) i'm I'm going to be like your life is over at 30, honey, girl. I'm going to be 29 next month and I am thriving. Yeah. Like Like, I feel like this is like the happiest you've been in a long time. I feel like my early 20s had some personal shit that I had to go through. Yeah. And this last year has made me just like fall in love with myself. And I remember promising myself at a very, very young age, I would never, ever settle. Yeah. Like no no matter what. Not happening. And it's, it's such a good thing to live by because I'm not, I don't need the best. I don't need the perfect this and that, like the house and the car and the kids and the dog, whatever. 
I just need what's best for me yeah, and what's best for him. And I think that I, I would say that like giving yourself your 20s and even like your 30s feel like your 20s, you're going through college and you're trying to like meet your parents' expectation doing yeah. your own thing. By the end of your 20s, you should have a firm grasp of who you are, at least a little bit. Totally. And then moving into your 30s, you should probably like have some sort of stable income, career, you're on your own. You know, it's hard because like our economy and stuff and just like the pandemic, like a lot of people had to have a setback and have to move home. But I would say like in your 30s, it's going to be so fun to date because these people already are somewhat established, you know, and they know who they are. But if that doesn't happen for you, I don't know. I just, I would be fine getting married at like 50 or whatever, just giving myself time. I don't know. It's just, it's a hard, this, this life thing (laughs) is so complex. I know. You know, and so many people do it differently. So it's kind of like, you can't look at someone's life and see their success and be like, oh, they did this to be successful. Exactly. And think that it's a cookie cutter thing. Yeah. And think that, oh, if I just do this, then I'll be successful too. Maybe you will, but you might not be happy. Yeah. So you have to, it's, it, yeah, there's so much yeah. to talk about. No, I know. It's like, I feel like we're really just like barely touching the surface with everything. And I think it's the whole, this whole idea that who you like, who you see yourself being with is a mirror of what you think you deserve and your yeah. self-worth. So mm-hmm. if you're always going after shitty guys, you need to look in your the mirror and be like, why is that? Do I feel why do I feel like I don't deserve better? Is it because mm-hmm. you think you're not pretty enough or you have some issues like or just, someone told you or someone you told you that? or yeah. you saw a really shitty relationship at home? Like what mm-hmm. is it? That makes you think that like it's fine to date these like douchebag guys mm-hmm. or that don't treat you well or who are dating mm-hmm. or cheating on you. Like, you know, like to people, I feel like don't do enough self-reflection and then it's like, okay, well, why is this? Mm-hmm. Or they do and then they just go on with their life. They don't want to actually change it. So it's yeah. like really like looking at who you're dating and how that person's treating you is like honestly a mirror of how you treat yourself and mm-hmm. your self-worth. Danielle and I will continue our conversation on marriage and much more in the in next week's episode. Thank you so much for listening and be sure to subscribe to my podcast and rate and review because it would mean so much to me. Don't forget to follow me on Instagram at Real Talk with Abby to stay up to date on the latest podcast episodes.